The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Let's talk about failure. Failure is one of those things that the more we fear it, the more it can stunt our growth. Whether it be in life, in relationships, in business, in whatever it is that we're trying to do, if we fear failure and if we attach failure, the word failure to something negative in our mind, in our brains, in our hearts, we are absolutely going to fear it even more. And reshaping and reframing what the word failure means to you and any making any mistakes and overcoming certain roadblocks and bumps along the way is what actually helps to shift and accelerate your growth in such a huge way because once you release that fear and you allow yourself to let it go failure no longer becomes a problem it no longer becomes something that you fear and you end up welcoming it and receiving it in a way that's designed to help support your growth and help allow you to learn lessons along the way that were never available to you unless you had failed at something Failure is a stepping stone along the way to success. We need it to grow. We need it to develop our skills, our abilities. We need it to strengthen us, to help build resilience, to overcome anything that's going to come our way. Those who are really resilient in business are usually the ones that have failed the most and have reframed that failure to something positive. So when we look back on it, we can look back and go, you know what, that happened for a reason. It helped grow me in this area. It helps, you know, change my direction in this way. And it's really, really supportive of our next level expansion. So today I really want to talk about failure and I want to talk about the fear of it and what we, why we truly fear it. So if you are listening to this and you're like, well, I don't really fear failure. I've kind of overcome it in the past then I still want you to keep listening to this because sometimes we don't recognize where the fear of failure is actually stunting our growth and it can show up in different ways as we grow, right? So as we're scaling and we're going through different challenges, sometimes it shows up in different ways. So I'm going to take you through what those are today. So the fear of failure can be very unique to each individual based on their life experiences, their upbringing, or the challenges they've overcome, whether they've built resilience in the past, and the way that failure was talked about or encouraged or not encouraged in our childhood. So some of us were brought up encouraged to fail, encouraged to keep getting back up every time that you made mistakes or did something wrong or something didn't work out. It was like we're constantly encouraged to keep getting back up. And others are expected to achieve at a really high level and never fail. So sometimes we either have one or the other or elements of each. And so often when we're encouraged to always be achieving at a really high level and never fail, then failure can be looked at as a very negative thing to experience. And so when they were encouraged to go back and try again, but only if they succeed, then often what they will do is hold themselves back and don't put themselves out there because if they don't succeed, then they're they're caused that fear or ridicule or judgment or humiliation and left feeling like they never want to fail ever again. And so failure can show up very differently for different people and it can 
continuously come back to bite us in the butt in different stages of our growth if we're not aware of it. So when it comes to the fear of failure, it, it may be one or many of these that it represents for you. So the underlying fear around it could be that the fear of being seen as a failure. So sometimes that we're not necessarily fearing the failure or the mistake. We're actually the fear of the judgment of being seen as a failure. So being labeled a failure. It could be that we've experienced failure in the past and that was very painful for us and so then we will then avoid reliving any past experiences of failure by then not putting ourselves out there and not ever attempting to fail or um, really taking a risk because of that fear of reliving that past experience. Perfectionism is another way that it shows up. Perfectionism is absolutely an element of the fear of failure. That fear of not being right or getting it wrong or being judged for it not working, right? So it has to be perfect. And so then we try to perfect it, which never actually works because when we're trying to perfect something before it's being put up out into the world and being utilized or being uh, consumed, we don't necessarily know the outcome. So we can't prove that it's perfect or not. So what we end up doing is just procrastinating and playing small because of it. Otherwise, it could be that humiliation element. So we fear seeming stupid or looking like an idiot. So then we actually never put ourselves in the seat of the beginner. We never allow ourselves to be the learner and that can actually hinder our growth. The next one is the fear of ridicule or humiliation. So if we've been ridiculed in the past for doing something wrong or if we've been humiliated for something not working out the way we wanted it to work out, Um, or doing something wrong, then obviously we're going to avoid that at all costs. So often it can play out in different ways. The emotions will be slightly different. Um, But what's really interesting is that when we shift and change the relationship that we have with failure, then a lot more opportunities open up to us and we we fear risk a lot less and we fear failing a lot less. So then it becomes a, an opportunity to learn opportunity to grow and an opportunity to succeed because the more we fail, the more awareness that we have. So we know what to do and what's going to work rather than what doesn't work. So here are some of my top tips for overcoming the fear of failure. Firstly, Be okay with being a beginner. As we get older, we find it so much more difficult to become a beginner and be a beginner and be in that learner seat. We think that we should have it all figured out already and we get really frustrated when things take time or when we get things wrong. And if you are starting a business later in life, guess what? You're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn a lot and you're going to have to make plenty of mistakes along the way especially when it comes to social media or marketing strategies or sales, like all of that, you're going to have to be okay with being a beginner and learn along the way because business is the personal development journey. There is, right? It's the biggest one. You're going to fail multiple times. You're going to have a lot of fears come up and you're going to have to be a beginner many, many times day in, day out because things change. We're always constantly changing. The climate is changing. The way that we do business is changing. And so learning to be okay with being a beginner is going to set you up to be able to succeed a lot quicker. So the more often you can put yourself in the seat and go, okay, what can I learn from this experience? How can I consistently fail and fail again so then I can learn and be willing to try every single time? the quicker things are going to go because if we hold ourselves back for the fear of getting it wrong or not being okay with being a beginner, the more we're going to stop ourselves from growing. The next one is changing your relationship with failure. So this is where if you've had a past experience where you have failed in the past and you've made it mean something that you are not good at something or you've attached it to your capabilities or your your 
abilities, then that's where we really need to shift that relationship because often the failure has nothing to do with who you are as a person. And if we attach that rejection or we attach that failure to you as the individual, then that can hinder us from wanting to do it again because we don't want to disappoint ourselves. So we have to stretch ourselves outside of our comfort zone. It's what life is. And especially when it comes to business, we've often got to do things that are uncomfortable and we've got to put ourselves out there and put ourselves open to rejection, open to failing. And so when we change the meaning of what failure means to us in our minds, we are more likely to want to overcome it more often than not. Failure is a stepping stone to success, as I've said. And the only thing failure has to mean is that you have tried, you've given it a go, you've tested something and you got results. You got information back to tell you whether that worked or didn't work. It does not mean that you are a failure. So this is what I mean by attaching it to you as a person. If you make it mean that something that you tried didn't work and you attached it to you being, well, then that must mean I'm a failure, then we're absolutely not wanting, we're not going to want to actually fail again and again, right? Because we don't want to see ourselves as a failure. The reason why that hurts so much is that it's completely false. It is not true. You are not a failure. Something you tried didn't work. And the best part about that is that you actually gave it a go, which is more than I can say for a lot of people on this planet. They're more likely will avoid it at all costs. So give yourself the credit that you actually took action and you tested it, you tried something. So if you're an action taker and it's time to try something else, you can talk about how you want to make sure that you're disconnecting it from your identity. Because if your identity becomes that I am a failure, then you will continue to fail and make it mean something worse than what it actually truly is. Failure, really, it's not necessarily even about the specific situation that doesn't necessarily work out. It's one, the meaning we attach to it and what we make it mean for ourselves and how we attach it to ourselves. And then usually there's something else underlying it. So maybe the fear of rejection or worrying about certain judgment, and which is actually another element of fear of rejection. Because when we fear rejection, we are fearing the judgment and the judgment is then that we fear that we will be rejected because of that judgment. When we change how we view failure and learn to welcome it, it's more likely that you would want to consistently put yourself out there and try and try again. And it becomes so much less fearful and a lot more fun going after what you want, right? Because if you continuously tell yourself you're a failure, you're not going to want to continue to do things. Whereas if you continue to tell yourself that, you know what, I'm like Einstein, I'm going to try a million times until I get this right. And every single time I'm going to learn something and I'm going to put it into practice and I'm going to try again and I'm going to keep trying until I get it to work. That's what makes someone a success. That's what makes someone a master of what it is that they do. That consistent testing and trialing and giving it a go every single time. Okay, so when I so if that really hit home for you and you re- recognize that you've actually attached a past failure to you as a person, then I want you to work on healing the past. So if there's been experiences in your past where you've failed, then it is imperative that you take the time to heal that part of yourself. Because if you don't heal that part of yourself, you're not going to be able to overcome it. And you're going to want to avoid failure at all costs. The next thing is learning how to reparent yourself. Right now, when I say this is because we all have inner children that were like we were talking about before, whether they were encouraged to fail or whether they were encouraged to not fail and to try and succeed at all costs. 
is being able to reparent ourselves and manage our own inner critic. The way that we speak to ourselves in our minds determines the way that we perceive failure and also determines how we get back up after we've been knocked down. So if you recognize that maybe your inner critic is a little bit judgmental and that anytime that you make mistakes, that's where the judgment comes out or anytime that you put yourself out there or attempt to do something that inner critic is tearing you down, then I would definitely start there. Reparenting yourself is about speaking to yourself the way that you wished your parents had spoken to you when you had failed or whether you'd made mistakes. Now, instead of berating you or instead of expecting so much more from you, allowing yourself to be kind to yourself and reparent in a way that you would normally, how you would want to parent your own child if they were going through a challenge, if they were putting themselves out there and trying new things and being a learner and learning new things. Now that is much more likely going to be more encouraging. It's most likely going to be kind and empathetic. It's more likely going to be something around like, you know what, you tried your best. And if you didn't try your best, you've got another opportunity. There's always more things to try. Good on you for trying. Let's keep going and encouraging yourself to try again, try again and try again and learn from it. It's not a failure. It's not you. It's something we did. We need to try something different, right? So learning to reparent yourself is so key and managing that inner critic when it comes to how you talk about failure to yourself. The other key thing is learning to celebrate yourself and acknowledge yourself when you've done something well, because if we aren't even allowing ourselves to give ourselves credit or to celebrate when we've done something and something's been a great outcome or we've actually gotten a great result but instead of actually looking at the positives and taking a moment to really acknowledge yourself for what the what you did to get that great result instead you actually look at all the negatives and instead of actually saying you know what I did do a great job I'm really proud of myself you may say to yourself yeah but Yeah, but like that is such a huge stunter of your growth if you always look to the negative. So if you're always like, yes, I got that great result, but I could have done this better or I should have done that or I should have done this, then that's always going to keep us in a place of berating yourself, judging yourself too harshly. And that just makes you never want to actually do anything because if you're going to berate yourself or be harsh on yourself or judge yourself, even when you've done a good job, continuing to take action is just not something you'll want to do because it always ends up in a negative, right? So you've got to start with yourself and start with being kinder to yourself, acknowledging yourself and rewarding yourself and giving yourself credit for those times that you do do a good job, even if it's not perfect, right? Like perfect is never the goal. You never want to focus on the goal being perfect. It's getting it done, getting it out there and making an impact and creating a result that is a positive result, no matter what, right? So So always making sure that you're looking for the positives and also like obviously learn from the mistakes and the challenges that you've been through to get to where you got to, but always looking for rewarding yourself and, and acknowledging yourself for the job that you do do well. When you read autobiographies of successful people or you read interviews of successful people, often when they think about failure, the way they see it is it's not the end, it's the beginning. It's when they've learned something, it's when something has happened and they've found something, you know, the silver lining or something amazing has come out of it because they've chosen to look at the positive. So what you've got to do is retrain your brain to look for the positive outcome, no matter what the outcome is. It's never the end. There's always something else to try or there's always a new direction that it could point you in, right? So that's what I love about the way that you think you can think about rejection or you can think about failure is that maybe it's a redirect. Maybe it didn't work for a reason. Maybe it's the universe sending you on a different path. 
So the more that we can be kinder to ourselves, be okay with being a beginner and speak to ourselves with kindness and encouragement to keep going, the more like much easier to overcome any failure that comes our way. And then it's about taking that action. So once you've reparented yourself, once you've really retrained your brain to look at the positive outcome of no matter what, look for that silver lining, then it's about taking as much action as possible and learning to develop that new relationship with failure, that it's a good thing, that no matter what happens, you have the opportunity to try something else. And so believing in yourself to, to be able to handle whatever comes your way is a strength that a lot of successful entrepreneurs have. It's overcoming that perfectionism. It's being okay with putting something out there to the world that isn't perfect. It's being okay that when things doesn't work out, that it's a new opportunity to find something that may work. And challenging yourself to believe that you can take on whatever comes your way. Failure is never the end. It's always the beginning. And at the end of the day, the worst thing that can happen is a feeling. So no matter what level of failure you're thinking about, no matter what experience you've been through, the biggest thing we often fear is the feeling attached to it. So it's the self-disappointment, it's the despair, it's the depression, it's the humiliation, it's the rejection. It's actually a feeling that just needs to be processed. And usually at the time, depending on the level of failure that you've experienced, if it's attached to our fight or flight response or if our if we've gone into a fear state where it's kind of really shaken us up then often we don't process the emotion at the time because our brain goes into fight or flight and goes into survival mode instead of emotional process mode so what we need to do and that's why it's so important to heal the past is to take the time to reflect on it and to find the positives find the silver outline the silver lining find the lessons in the mess in the challenge in the failure and then decide what you're going to make it mean. You get to choose that, nobody else does. You can look back on anything that you've experienced and change the meaning of it. It's your memory, you get to look back on it and go, you know what, yes that happened, yes it was painful, but yes I can I can see now why that happened and I can see now how that redirected me in this path and if, if that never happened I never would have experienced this or I never would have met this person. Like there's so many ways that you can reframe those past experiences to help support you in moving forward and to support you having a positive outlook on the future. So we get to choose how we want to experience it. So we can choose to feel defeated or we can choose to be excited that we figured something else out that didn't work and we can try something new. So if you want to keep yourself motivated and you want to succeed, then learning to reframe what failure means to you is where it's all at. There is going to be so many failures along your path to success and you're going to try so many things. So please don't let the one thing be the thing that stops you. It's never the end. It's always the beginning. And that's a perspective that you get to choose to have. And the quicker you shift that that perspective, the quicker you'll get to the destination of the success that you want. I hope this has supported you in starting to think about failure in a whole different light. And I hope that it's supporting you in being able to move forward and let these things lie in the past. Let sleeping dogs lie. It's in the past. The only way you're keeping it alive is that in your mind. If you're reflecting on it and replaying it in your mind time in, time out, then you're absolutely going to keep it alive. So if this episode resonated with you, I'd love it if you could leave me a review. It's so quick and easy. All you do is head to the platform wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on iTunes, scroll to the bottom of the episodes where there's a section that says write a review. 
Leave me a five-star review and leave a couple of little comments about what you took away from this episode. It gives me such a buzz when I hear the impact that these episodes are making and I would love to hear from you. So I hope you have an incredible week and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.